Hello everybody, welcome to my corner. Yeah, I, I don't know about the title there, but um, yeah, let me know. Maybe I'll do a poll or something to see what's the best fitting title for this podcast. But welcome. Thank you for dropping by. Um, currently, it is the 19th, I believe, of June. Is it Wednesday? I think so. But uh, yeah, um, thank you for dropping by. Um, I really don't have any topics off hand or prepared but i'll just be going off the dome here and just kind of dive right into it here um so i think the first news to address is that you know we won the nba championship there which was pretty hype um you know this is the first in history that the raptors has won a championship ever and the first ever in canada to win a championship so it's very very celebratory here celebrator I don't know if I said that or whatever but yeah no it's it's been pretty hype you know there's a lot of uh, streets filled in Toronto from what I saw from the news there a lot of merch is being sold uh, yeah my, my cousin just bought a hundred bucks for a freaking hat there so <laughs> it's pretty crazy right now um, it's history literally history that's that happened there um, originally though I'm, I'm like a Lakers fan so uh, but you can't help but support, you know, the, your country there. But yeah, uh, speaking of though, like we are making a lot of trades this off season. Um, for those of you who don't know, we recently acquired Anthony Davis, who's basically another All Star. So he's going to be paired up with LeBron James, uh, like po- po- possibly the greatest player of all time. So it's it's going to be like a crazy season next year. On top of that, the Pelicans got like our three most talented, not most, but pretty talented players uh, in that trade. So it's going to be very, very entertaining uh, next year when it comes to the NBA season. Um, Yeah, but that's just the NBA. That's sports. Um, Speaking of, though, like uh, moving on to esports, if you guys follow that, um, I am a fan of TSM. Uh, When I watch competitive League of Legends play. I've been a fan of them since, you know, season two. I think we're on season, I don't know, season we're on seven, eight? I don't know. But I've been a fan for them a long time. Um, you know, I usually watch their game every Sunday, Saturday, so. Yeah, and so far we've been on a uphill climb. And if you watch, um, you know, our roster, we made a, we haven't made any roster changes, but you'd expect them to play so well if they've been together for so long. But we've had a quite rocky start in the beginning there. Um, but so far, we are doing well uh, since last week there. So hopefully there's more good things to come, more games to win. Okay, but yeah. But that's just uh, sports and esports there. Um, but yeah, so going off the dome here... Um, for those of you who don't know, yeah, I work at uh, customer service, so you know that's doing web comments, replying to emails, uh, possibly social media chats, and what I mainly do is uh, I take phone calls and hear customers' complaints, you know, and listen to them. And so far, um, you know, I've been doing this for quite a while. In my previous job, it was also a call center specifically 
for a sweepstakes company, so I've had a fair share of experiences of irate calls, angry calls, two pleasant ones. Um, mostly irate, though, for the last job. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm slowly learning a lot um, with this new company. Um, but customer service, in general, you learn how to listen a lot. Like, um, you know, you know by the tone of their voice how to respond. Usually you match the tone unless, you know, they're they're just angry at you. Unfortunately, you'll get some calls that are just they're they're just they have nothing else to do but your to, but to make your job much more worse, you know. But those are very rare. Um, from what I've learned is that majority of the time, people are already uncomfortable calling in. They're already uncomfortable complaining, right? So that you know it's not a regular thing that they do. And so you want to be kind of empathetic to whatever concern or issue that they have. And this kind of applies in general. You learn so much um, just by listening to people's uh, concerns. And I know like if you're talking to friends or family, I, for me, this is a bad habit sometimes. But I usually jump the gun and just give advice right away. Oh, this is how I did it. Or oh, you should do this and that. Rather than sometimes I think we have to just take a step back and just listen to the problem. Listen to the concern. If there's space for empathy, empathize. Space for sympathy, sympathize. But overall, that's when you listen to someone and they know that they're being heard. For them, that's really productive. That's progressive for their you know, for their well-being. Because when you feel like you're not being heard, you feel like you just wasted energy and, and wasted time just spewing off your story or your problem there. So, in terms of listening, you know, you have to learn how to empathize and take a step back. And before you speak, think, get clarity. Um, what I've learned also is that, is that uh, you have to ask questions um, specific to their problem rather than, you know, generic ones. You know, you're not really a therapist, but you're there as a person, maybe a friend, family. And if you're like me, customer service rep, you're there to listen to the problem. So address the problem. Like, what time did it happen? Or, you know, um, for me, like, example of um, what was wrong with your order or what was wrong with your burger, right? Um, so you can kind of apply that to a real-life situation. Say, like, um... Your friend broke up with someone. Why did she break up with you? What did she do? What did you do? Right? It's asking those specific questions that kind of paints us a clear picture of what situation is. Now, at the end, you may offer advice to your friend, but um, at least you have a clear story of what happened. The worst thing you want to do is give advice when you don't have the full picture or story. And then that advice ends up backfiring and who knows what happens, yeah. But that's what I've overall learned uh, throughout this customer service experience. And, you know, I keep learning every day. There's there's new things to learn every day. Uh, new stories, new complaints. Um, but yeah, overall it's been good. And I feel like you, you can apply that for every job. Um, learning how to listen. 
and also the the mentality of um, new problems when they arise. And what I mean by that is that when a new problem arises, you know, you don't really, for me, you're not supposed to pass it off to a supervisor right away. You're supposed to figure it out um, as best as you can in that moment. And then if you can't, then that's there's an appropriate time to transfer to the supervisor. But in general, if there's a problem, before you, you know, you call the police or before you um, call tech support or whatnot, or, you know, depending on your situation, to the best of your knowledge, do your research, try to fix the problem. And you'll find that the problem wasn't as hard as you thought. Like uh, tomorrow, um, I just like, today I recently Googled a how to do an oil change. And I thought it was going to be super, super hard. But um, tomorrow I plan on just getting the oil and filter and possibly change it tomorrow. And I don't, and I could get to save like a few hundred bucks. So, you know, uh, that's going to be some good experience on my end. And, you know, problem hopefully solved. But that's what I mean by mentality. It's just, it's just trying to solve things to the best of your ability. And people are... People don't realize how capable they are of what they can do. And I think that comes with practice. So I guess it's just taking on the small tasks that you don't know first. And then maybe progressing to bigger tasks. Yeah, so those are like kind of two things, two skills, I guess, that I kind of picked up at customer service. Um, it's been good for my life overall so far. Oh, sorry, just had to take like a sip of my matcha, matcha break. <laughs> All right, so yeah, in other news, um, have has anybody uh, heard of biocharring? This is uh, something that my coworker brought up uh, the other day. Um, I was talking about composting and like how I used to do it at my old house, and since I moved, I, I don't really have time for it or. We don't have the materials, to, you know, the bins and whatnot to do it. But so she recommended that I biochar. Um, so I asked her what, you know, what is biocharring? Uh, basically, biocharring, what I got from her is that, um, you know, instead of, you know, how the composting process works, you just you just end up burning your um, um, all the disposable compost there and burn it, and then whatever char is left right um you use that as fertilization for your soil and i was like oh that's interesting and it kind of sparked a conversation in my head questions in my head where i kind of asked the question of is the environment outrage justifiable right well like um in today's culture we we see that yes the environment is important you know, they, they keep reiterating uh, climate change is real, climate change is real. And, you know, I agree with all that, sure. But I feel like we just say it too much that nothing gets done. Or rather that, you know, there is an outrage about it and we're offering so many ideas, but none of them is ever 
seems to be concrete or the main solution for whatever problem we have concerning the environment. Now, if you ask me, I am not uh, really a climate change denier, but I don't know if I'm a climate change believer um, in a sense where, you know, when climate, they say that climate is man-made um, and all that. I do believe the climate changes. Um, I think it's happened for centuries, you know, with the ice age and then you know, the, the earth heating as well afterwards. So climate does change. And the question is if, if it's coming from man, I, I toggle between yes and no sometimes. So I'm really quite unsure of it. Um, the, the stat for it, it's, it wavers. Um, I've heard some stats that say, um, yeah, it does. Um, I've heard scientists say it doesn't, or it's not a reliable stat. There's a difference between correlation and cause and effect. So I go back and forth on it. And so it got me thinking of that question again. You know, is our outrage justifiable? To some extent, sure. But if you're going to ask me, you know, and tell me that we're not going to live in the next 10 years due to climate change or environmental processes or whatnot, um, I don't believe that. I'm kind of optimistic. I'm really optimistic just because I have faith in humans <laughs> as much as I... Uh, what we see in culture and news today, but no, seriously, I do have faith in humans. Um, we are doing, you know, our brains are coming up with solutions. And, you know, an example, I guess, would be like the ocean cleanup. If you guys know that there's this guy that's cleaning up the ocean, taking plastics out there, um, you know, any garbage that was thrown in there. And then he's using those uh, items to recycle them and reuse them as uh, accessories uh, and then he uses those funds to go back to the ocean and clean it up so he's not really making money off the cleaning up the ocean um, like directly but he's making money off the merch that he gets from the ocean there so you know that's a really positive thing that one human being did um, there's couples planting trees I think there is I think I saw this post the other day where I think a couple uh, planted like 700,000 trees. I'm not sure if that's correct or not, but basically there was this picture of like mountains where it was just dead. There's nothing, there's no trees or anything. And then uh, the post said that it's, I planted trees in over 20 years. It's all green. So that's pretty like, that's amazing, right? Like only a couple did that. Like a couple, I mean by like husband and wife, but yeah, a couple did that. So imagine like those passionate others that are doing things to help the environment in the world. So like I am very optimistic. However, I do think that we do probably have a personal responsibility, you know, to, to pick up after ourselves um, and like do the best that we can possibly. You know as best as you can just to help the environment and so that I think that starts with the mentality as well like teach your kids base basic manners don't don't litter <laughs> that's one thing it's, it's amazing how we're complaining about all these environment stuff and litter and stuff 
and there's that outrage, but we're not teaching our kids basic things like don't litter. I don't understand how that's not, uh, like, something that's not... I don't understand how littering is more common now, seeing that we've had this problem for, like, more than a decade, right? So it's it could start there. Maybe that's where it should start. I'm not sure. But I think having the mentality that, you know, respect... Respect your environment. You know, clean things up. Pick up trash when you see trash on the floor. Recycle, you know? So, I guess it starts with the. If you want to make change, if you ask me, it starts with the individual. And from there, we can progress, truly. I mean, the more births that we're having on Earth, I'm pretty sure we'll have plenty, plenty more ideas in how to, uh, quote, save the Earth. So, that's what I think so far on the current environmental issues. But yeah, that's, that's that there. So on another note, um, I want to talk about quickly about faith. So for those of you who don't know, I am Catholic, um, but I'm not really a good Catholic, if I'm being honest. You know, I don't go to Mass every now and then. I still haven't gone to confession, but I'm making a decision right now to go to confession tomorrow morning. And for those of you who don't know, uh, confession is when we go to a priest uh, who acts as um, uh, the mediator, I believe, uh, or acts as proxy to Christ uh, to forgive our sins there um, in more if you want to look it up um, I'm pretty sure it's on our Catholic resources there uh, online there maybe in Catholic answers where they explain the whole situation of, um, of of that philosophy and theology there of that sacrament uh, but yeah essentially you go to a priest and you confess your sins and then uh, the ritual is performed and your sins are forgiven and for me, um, every time I've done that so far, a weight is uplifted uh, upon me. And then my life starts getting good after that. Like, genuinely good. Not like feel good. Not like pleasure good, but good for my life, you know? And so I made a de- I'm making a decision to do that tomorrow morning. Um, but I want to explain why it's taken me so long to come to this point and and try again and you know that's I think the simple answer to that is basically sin and you know whenever we sin it's the usually the opposite of good good I had an accident good it's usually the opposite of good so every time we sin we we do something bad Right, and basically that's a step away from the good, the best of yourself, the good of yourself. And then the more we sin, the more further steps we take away, uh, take away our good, or we walk away from our good. Now, not to get too like theological or philosophical, but from my understanding, God is good. Not God is, you know feels good, God is, you know, just pleasure or whatnot, no, he's a, 
God is equal to good, if that makes any sense. Even in the, and I think it was John, I'm not sure. Oh, I gotta really study my Bible as well, but um, they even say that God is love. So God is love and goodness himself. But then every time we sin, we step away from that goodness and love. And so it makes sense that, you know, we we don't talk to God. We lose faith every time we sin. It makes sense. Like, how can we? When you're, like, riddled with sin or when you're... And you have the confidence in yourself to say, I am good to the Lord, who is goodness himself, right? Like, how? How can you? At some parts, there's shame, there's guilt. Some parts, you know, it's, it's very hard to communicate. You don't feel personal presence. Um, yeah, it's just mainly hard to pray sometimes. This is what sin does. I think we often forget that um, that's the objective of evil is to lead us away from the good using sin. So, you know, I, I'm slowly coming back uh, to believing again that I can be forgiven. And I think that's where Christ comes in for us uh, Christians. It's kind of to believe that the unforgivable can be forgiven. So that includes yourself. That includes the people of the worst kind. And we have hope and faith that transformation and love can take place. You know, I asked, um, for me personally, I've, I've been having a problem with seeking that personal relationship with God. You know, for me, I can believe... God, um, like his existence, good reasons to believe in him. But when it comes to relationship-wise, that's a hard one. Because relationships don't come easy. Like friendships and, you know, um, romantics and, um, you know, making new friends, acquaintances and whatnot, right? Like it's hard to hold on to friends. So... I've been lacking that personal relationship with Christ. I asked for advice uh, from this guy named Matt Brad, who is a Catholic YouTuber, podcaster. Mm, he does Pints with Aquinas. He has that podcast. But I asked him a specific question, and he gave me a really good answer. And I want to share it with you guys, which is, I asked, um, how do you... How does God speak to you personally? Uh, I've been struggling pers- with the uh, personal God in my relationship. And he gave me a good answer, which was, pray for it. Or in prayer, tell him. So, while you're in prayer, if you are experiencing like a dryness, or no presence at all, you, you tell God that, Lord, I am not feeling you, Lord God. I don't feel your presence. I think this was a common struggle in um, St. Teresa's, Mother Teresa, uh, in her life. She couldn't feel the presence of God, but yet she was faithful um, to love. 
right? Like to the acts of love and concerning children and orphanages there. But Matt Frad's advice was to to exclaim it and say, Lord, I, I do not hear you. And he recommend that um, Psalms is a good place to seek that personal relationship uh, when you're going to your Bible there. Just because it's David's um, personal prayers to the Lord. Um, so if you're seeking a personal relationship like me with Christ, um, let's try this out and you know, let's let's pray. Uh, pray that we do see our personal relationship grow with the Lord there. But yeah, that's the, that's the gist of it when it comes to confession um, and seeking a personal relationship. You know, the thing about the goodness of God is that He's willing to forgive us endlessly for the little and big sins and I think that's what we neglect and I understand like I said before whenever we sin it's hard for us to come and pray again it's hard for us to come back because we are riddled with that shame you know and we we don't like to expose and be vulnerable about it or be contradicting and hypocritical but as long as you come back that's what God wants so that's where it starts okay uh, for those of you who are wondering what that screaming in the background was it, it was my neighbor I'm not sure what's going on there but you know uh, just a uh, regular tantrum children stuff so if you can please pray for them <laughs> and that child um, now that, that's been happening for like quite a while too so yeah um, but it is what it is you know adolescence and whatnot so uh but yeah that's that's been the podcast so far um if you guys have any topics or ideas that you'd like me to dive into i know that there's a few uh, i still haven't touched on like um when asked about relationships uh things going on in hong kong um yeah and overall what it's like to be in canada and all that so uh maybe i'll dive into that probably next podcast um but let me know um what else i should talk about and if you agree or disagree with me or you know any comments that you'd like to add you know just message me or dm me on instagram or uh, messenger as well so um yeah but that's the podcast for now Uh, i really appreciate you dropping in and just listening and hearing out what i have to say and whatnot and yeah Welcome to the corner. All right. Well, that's it for now. God bless, guys. Peace. Easy.